With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every Saturday we follow. We cheer the boys in blue, the most successful team in football, we're Scotland's gallant view, though times they have been hard, we've followed near and far, you will always hear us roaring, from the stands in Ibrox Park. Hello and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me in what will be a quite a packed show is, first of all, Ali Pearson. How are we doing, lads? I've returned, like I was saying off earlier, I've returned back to normal. That's me back. Me and Gemma are talking, we're going out for a few pints this week, so maybe tomorrow, I think the weather's to be decent. So we planned it, we planned it because the pubs were supposed to be open inside, but obviously we know what happened, so yeah. see what happens. And yeah. Scott Gemmell's here. How's it going, mate? Yeah, evening, guys, or afternoon, even. Um, aye, really good. Still, still uber happy from the weekend. Still uber happy. Yeah, I was the same, man. It took me probably about halfway through this morning, I think. So this is Tuesday morning until I actually felt a wee semi bit normal. Uh, a rough cut of days, but it was worth every single bit of it and the continuous um, onslaught from Rangers media and the, the the media group that they've got with the pictures and that they constantly keep putting up. It's spectacular and uh, I've got so many screenshots on my phone that I just go back and watch. I it's uh, it's tremendous, but uh, it's going to be obviously a slightly different club deck corner. Obviously we have we're not going to be finishing with a, a preview of the next game because we don't know when that that next game is going to be. Um, but stay tuned, um, and at the end you can find out how you can get involved in our, our next podcast coming up. But gentlemen, there is only one place to start, and it's with the 4-0 demolition job of Aberdeen on Saturday. So an own goal from Lewis, a double from Kamar Roof, and Jermaine Defoe. Goal sealed, a rather easy day's work for the champions. So Ali, as far as uh, Trophy Day games go, um, that was a rather good one, was it not? Right, it was, it was perfect. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get with the Sheep, to be honest. The Sheep had nothing to play for, but at the same time, they hate us. So you thought they would come down 
try and ruin our day. As much as it, the unbeaten thing wasn't massive, but you're one game away from it, you want to do it. I thought it was fairly easy. There was a 10-15 minute spell in the second half where the Sheep missed a couple of settles, and especially Lewis Ferguson when he cracked a bar. And then we just ran up. And it was typical Rangers. All Aberdeen, 15 minutes, they hit the bar. We got the park score, game over. We are clinical. We've been clinical all season. And yeah, it was it was another routine win. And I think I've seen we've won, I think it's like, is it 11-0 against Aberdeen this season or something like that between all the games, something like that. And it's, aye, Aberdeen, who supposedly used to be a challenger to us. <laughs> <laughs> they are miles behind us. <laughs> I think they, they like to believe that they're rivals of uh, Rangers, mate. They're, they're just, they aren't. They're just not the rivals. I think i seen that aggregate thing you were talking about. Yeah. Somebody put up, and it's frightening, like, all the teams would be. I think we struggled the most against Motherwell. I think that was the biggest one. They'd scored the most goals against this. Oh, and Hibs as well, yeah. But aye, Scott, your, your thoughts on, on the game on Saturday? Uh, we kind of finished the season as we started. Well, we did finish the season as we started at beating Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, so that was quite a nice exactly. way to round it exactly. off. Um, but I know we, we played, I thought we played really well for the majority of that game. You know, the, you've always got the fear that you'll go out with a whimper. That it maybe puts a wee bit of sour note on the on the celebrations afterwards if you, you come away with a draw or, God forbid, you get the, a defeat. Um, no, but I thought we were really solid at the weekend there. And I'm just gutted now that we've got to wait all summer to see us again yeah but it's rather pleasing to see Rangers finish the, the way we did um, with Livingston and with, with Aberdeen um, Rangers were clinical that's really all you can really say is um, Aberdeen I mean that Lewis Ferguson miss is a howler I've, I've watched the game back and it's an absolute howler man it really is uh, and Alan McGregor makes a couple of saves obviously Aribo going off puts Kamara into kind of left back so we were always going to struggle a wee bit but just to to do it the way we did, uh, Kamal Roof literally taking the chance. Had you would have touched the Kamal um, for Roof to score and make it 3-0, really killed the game. As I say, Aberdeen huffed and puffed after that, but never really got into it. And then Jermaine Defoe, doing what Jermaine Defoe does, comes on and scores a goal, makes it four. Yeah, a kind of perfect end to yeah, a rather perfect season for Rangers. Um, so we go invincible for the league campaign. We broke all sorts of records. Only 13 goals conceded all season in the league. 100% win record at Ibrooks. We finish on 102 points, 25, 25 points clear of the other half of the old firm. Ali, in terms of our league season, yes, we know the Cups weren't good enough. Europe was really good. Um, maybe disappointed a wee bit we didn't do better, but as a league season, you literally couldn't dream this. No, it's, it's phenomenal when you look at the stats and... How many clean sheets of it? Is it 26 clean sheets we've had, I think, as well? Yeah. It's it's frightening figures, to be honest. If somebody had told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have turned my piss off, to be honest. That's, that's <laughs> frightening figures. And you even look back on some of the games we dropped points in. The, there was a Hamilton game, the very last kick of the ball. There was a St. Johnson game, the very last kick of the ball. We could have had even more points, to be honest, but... It was either, but that's really nitpicking, but it's oh, it's fantastic. And I don't think we'll ever see a season like that um, being a Rangers fan again. I really don't. I think it's one of these once-in-a-lifetime things that come round. I think it'd be very hard to, to do that again. I'd love to do it again, but no. What else can you say about that Rangers team? I think they'll go down as a, as a really special team and a footballing team as well. They're good in the eye, this Rangers team, and... 
No, fantastic. I'm so proud of them this season. Yeah, I'll I'll join in on that, mate. I, I'm very proud of Rangers this season and especially the way we've done it. Um, Scotia, is this the greatest Rangers team you've seen in your lifetime? Do you think? Oh, I need a few few years to sit back and kind of reflect on that. I think we've mentioned it before previously, talking about Europe and stuff like that. That I think we will look back and you know five ten years and go, actually, this has been one of the best Rangers team we've seen. But I think it's far too early to kind of start making making those comparisons yet because it's still it's beginning to sink in. But I've got a whole summer to kind of celebrate it still yeah, and, right. and go for it. But no, you're you're not wrong that I think that 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 conversation will be had about this team because they have been good, really good. I, th- I think it has to happen. Um, I've never seen a dominance like this in a league from a Rangers team. Um, so I think the conversation will come up. And it is it's one of them things you romanticise over time and you will look back at it eventually and be like, that team was really, really special. Some of the players that we had were really, really special. And um, yeah, I mean, just long may it continue. We just need to build on that and we, we keep, we'll keep going. Um, but the, the stats are astronomical they really are I mean it's it's absolutely unbelievable what we've done so congratulations to, to Rangers for it um, I actually was thinking actually the, the only one of the the kind of non-starting 11 if you like that hasn't scored the goal was Balogun and McGregor obviously but every other player in that team has scored the goal this season in the league I think that's remarkable yeah well especially when you look last season and I think Gerard sort of said this, that we relied too heavily on Alfredo and Jermaine Defoe at times, and we weren't getting the goals right. I mean, you look at the other side of the city a couple of years ago, they had wingers like Scott Sinclair and bloody James Forrest, who, but they would contribute with goals. Our midfield in terms of wingers weren't really contributing numbers, but this season they have. Look at Ryan Kent's numbers. Look at, I mean, you look right across, you look at the back line, Goldson scoring goals, Tav, 19 goals, Christ, that's frightening. It's all over the park, and that's what you want. You don't want to rely on just one player, because we found out last season when that one player kind of turns off slightly, you're up shit creek because the goals weren't coming from anywhere else. And this season, I just felt we could score, anyone would score this year. You just felt for set pieces, corner kicks. It was, it was coming from all over the park, the goals this season, Rangers, and... No, absolutely brilliant. I think that's something they've worked on as well because of previous seasons. Yeah, definitely. And players like Jermaine Defoe and eh, Kamar Roof especially, I think, have made a massive impact. Um, we gave Roof a hard time on here, and probably rightly so. Um, at one point, we did give Roof a bit of a hard time, but I- I've watched a few videos and stuff back of the league, and there was a new one released by G, but it was the, the kind of end of the, the, the back to where we belong one. Absolutely brilliant. And it's just the different players I've seen scoring. I was like, that's crazy. Like you just kind of forget that so many players contributed to it. Um, but anyway, we'll move on to um, the Aberdeen game was a, a very nice warm up, which was to the to the main event, and that was obviously James Tavernier lifting that trophy. A moment that we seemed to have waited a lifetime for. Let's be honest. I mean, it's ten years since we've seen it. Um, I cried. I witnessed about two seconds of Tav lifting that trophy at first and then I bawled my eyes out for about five minutes after it. Literally just overwhelmed with emotion. Um, Scotia, it's hard to try and get you to sum it up right now, but your feelings of just what it means, just what it means to you and how good it was to see the players lift that trophy. Uh, no, it's total elation because people need to remember there was the fear that our club wasn't going to exist anymore or our club wouldn't exist in the kind of 
the top four leagues of Scottish football. There was a very real danger of that not happening. So to come back and actually get it within the decade, it's, I mean, it's wildest dream kind of stuff that it's actually happened. You know, there's there's clubs that have been in that, <laughs> that structure of Scottish football for over 100 years that have come nowhere close to it. Um, it was just, I think you look back to when, obviously the last time we won it, that was tinged with a wee bit of sadness because obviously that was Walter Smith's going to be his last spot in the manager job there. Um, so, you know, you were absolutely delighted, but there was that wee bit of sadness that was changing the guard a wee bit. And just to win it, oh, I mean, yeah, I can't really describe how good it was. You know, you just, you go into a pure wreck thinking about it. I don't think, I did. I, I think I had a wee, wee tear in my eye, but I don't think I bubbled too much. But again, you just, it was something that you were dreaming of and, waiting for for so long so oh uh, yeah it was brilliant absolutely fantastic I, I, I didn't think I was going to I generally didn't I thought no you've got us under control Scott you've had a cut of beers now you've seen the game out and it wasn't going to happen as soon as I seen John Gregg hand him the, the trophy I could feel it coming I was like oh god I'm going to bust it crying here and then as soon as he lifted it as I say it just it kind of it took over me um, Ali Amazon better have been in here making one of these shows about us I'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> I will, they've been tweeting all through the season about Rangers, and they haven't done that previously. So it would be, I mean, it's fairy tale stuff. If you take where we've come from, come through the division, stop Celtic's so-called ten in a row for Christ's sake. It's, I mean, you could make movies, documentaries about it. it. It would be blockbuster stuff. And in terms of what it means, I, I think, I think Scott is right. I don't think it'll really sink in and maybe a few weeks down the line when we maybe all get together and we're all out in the pubs together and we can actually have a good talk about it. But it's the pressure this season was massive. And I think I've told you guys before, I've never suffered with anxiety. But I did this season after every bloody game. I ticked a game off and I'd go a couple of days and then the next game was coming in the corner and I was like, shite, building up for it again. <laughs> It's it's because it meant that much this season. It was huge. If they if the other side of the city did win the league this year, and we've said their eight point seven five was tainted, they'd never let us forget about it. They would be rubbing it right into us. And to go and do it this season when they had it wrapped up, or they thought they had it wrapped up, the way we've done it, it's incredible. And it's quite hard to try and explain to people who aren't from this city or I mean I work for an English company down south and try to explain to some guys down there it's they just don't they don't get it because they're not in the goldfish bowl up here of what it's like and oh it's fantastic and we've broken their hearts so much and I fucking love it <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's sorry fresh. for swearing though. <laughs> no it's alright mate you're quite alright mate I've said a lot worse I think anyway yeah. it, it is hard to sum up the, the way that it feels and it, it probably is it's like happiness and relief all at the same time Scotia you made a great point there was points that we didn't know this was going to happen we didn't know if we were going to have a football club anymore and it, it was dark dark days um, it was fucking horrible but to, to finally get it I think there was such an outpour of an emotion from kind of everybody, um, everybody I know really, and my dad as well. And not being able to really spend it with him wasn't ideal either. It really should have been with him, but we will make up for it obviously when when we're allowed to. But I, it's it's going to take a wee while. Um, every now and again, I catch myself and I'll read something or I'll see a picture of something, and again I can feel the emotions flowing through me again, and it's. Um, 
It's everything to us, and, and we've finally gone and done it. And people can say how much Celtic collapsed or they bloody want. Didn't matter how good Celtic were going to be this season. We would have been better than them. Look at our stats. League tables don't lie. 25 points. Do you know what I mean? 25. I think that I think that the league table shows you how good, and it reiterates how good Rangers have been in the league this season. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It was nothing to do with anyone else other than the Rangers, the fact that we won this league. Spot on, mate. Absolutely spot on. Um, so, just a quick mention, um, really, uh, just to some of the, the, the scenes that we've seen on the, the Friday night um, before the game, the Union Bells, with the, the Friday night pyrotechnics, when they lined up uh, the, the Clyde down at the, the quay. Um, Ali, this is truly one of the most spectacular things I have ever seen a British fan base of a football club do. It was absolutely tremendous, and hats off to them for it. Oh, it was outstanding. I mean, you guys know I'd, I used to live right down where it happened. Right only there, two, literally right, right only, there. Two, only two years ago. I wish I was still back in my flat there and I could have witnessed it. It was it was outstanding. I mean, I remember we played, um, was it Ligia Warsaw in the, the Europa League playoff, whatever it was, to get in the Europa League group stages, and, and they did a display and things like that. I mean, it looks brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, but the Union Bears, I mean, the Union Bears get a bit of hard time now and again, sometimes deservedly so, but I just thought it was outstanding from the guys, they were socially distanced as well along the Clyde as well, and it was it was the way nobody knew about it, nobody knew about it, and at half ten at night, and it looked outstanding, and how they're going to top that, I'll never know, because that's that's just... I'd love to know who came up with that out of the Union Bears because he needs a, a few pints bought from from all the all the oh, Bears. 100%, <laughs> aye, 100%. It, was, it, was, it was it was it was brilliant. It was outstanding, and I've showed everyone the video and everyone you show it to is like, holy buggery, man! That's that's mental. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's spectacular. It's a, a, a real a real feather in the cap of them that with that one score shot. It's uh, yeah, breathtaking stuff. Really goosebump stuff. Oh, it was absolutely wonderful, and I think, yeah, hats off to the Union Bears for that, you know, as Ali says, they do get quite a bit of stick, I think some of it sometimes is undeserved, because without them sometimes, Ibrooks could be, indeed, a most of the times, Aye. yeah, and you would just hear, you would hear grumblings of, oh, for fuck's sake, to have, would be one of the grumbles you could hear when they're not, when they're not singing, so they, I think they need credit. You know, they try and keep it going, and what they've done on Friday night there was absolutely spectacular. Um, I mean, I was getting winding down, ready to go to sleep, and then Ali had messages both saying, wait to see this, and then that was me up again, absolutely buzzing for like the next four hours. Yeah, it was... And, you, and just, just, sorry, just in Union Bears, they're, they're growing their, their kind of fan base now, if you want to say, with all what they do. They do a lot of fantastic displays that we go at Hamden, those guys are out there putting flags and, and banners out. It's fantastic. And obviously every year they put a like a, a message out if you want to move your season ticket within their area. And I mean, Scotia had a rough conversation about it. You've got guys in the broom loan that have maybe been there years and years and years that don't want to give up their seat. But they're slowly going to take over that broom loan front, the Union Bears. And they're getting a lot of probably younger generation fans wanting to be right in amongst it. And, and fair play to the lads because it's going to cause, it's going to, create an even better atmosphere at Ibrooks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I applaud us to him for it, honestly. And yeah, as I say, sometimes they make it a bit of a hard time. Um, whether you agree or disagree with that, we're not here to talk about that, really. But um, 
Yeah, it's just, it was truly remarkable. Honestly, it was one of them ones. And the picture of that wee boy standing on that bridge with it down the, the, both sides of them all flared up. I mean, I'd have given it been eight year olds and got a picture like that, man. My, my, I'd have, <laughs> the side of my house would be the size of that picture, I'm telling you. Um, truly amazing and um, well done to them. And also a, a quick shout to the, the Dubai Loyal uh, for the Sunday night for lighting up the, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Ali, we are worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Doesn't shock me. Rangers fans are all over the world. I mean, I've told you I've I've been out working in Australia and I've watched the games with the, uh, the Brisbane loyal out there at the time, and there was like forty, fifty guys in a pub the other side of the world watching a game at one o'clock in the morning. Absolute mental. But it's, I mean, that was special to see that lit up. I mean, that was I actually seen. I think it was a well, a Celtic fan had tweeted something about. He thought he was out in Dubai and he'd went the whole day with nothing Rangers and then they'll light this up. <laughs> it ruined his day, apparently. I thought I'd Yeah, Scotia, that was truly tremendous. And again, just hats off to the Dubai Loyal and for Rangers for organising that. I definitely credit to Dubai Loyal. I think, is that the first time a football club's ever, ever lit that up? I know it gets yep. lit up quite a lot for different occasions. First time a football club's ever done it, and it's us. Um, it was wonderful to see. Kind of, we knew it was coming. Obviously, David Edgar had dropped a couple of hints in his day, uh, daily updates last week, and I was like, think, thinking what it was going to be, speculating what it was going to be. But um, oh, it was wonderful to see that. You know, I know, I know there, I know there's quite a few, you know, expat Scots guys and Northern Irish guys, etc., out there. And I, uh, to be able, for them to be able to see that, because these fans that are out there, they obviously don't get to go to Ibrox every second week like ourselves you know it must be great for them and you know and the credit to them you know they're, they're even though they're not ibrox every week, excuse me not at ibrox every week they're no less part of rangers family 100 percent, mate absolutely 100 percent. yeah it was just spectacular um i mean i've seen we've seen a lot of good stuff we really have it's been brilliant and the, the scenes are the great some of the pictures are fucking fantastic as well and we've all have our own memories now of what um what trophy day was when we won 55 and it's uh, it's rather special as i say and it's just going to continue to go and we've got all summer for this so um uh, just on obviously the aftermath of the day obviously the, the scenes down at ibrooks looked incredible the march to george square looked incredible but then it was always going to be let down um and i think we all when i say always i think every single one of us knew that eventually uh, there was going to be something that would come out and people wouldn't be able to behave themselves the way that they probably should. I seen as again David Edgar name drop him. He mentioned it with um, Scotland's relationship with alcohol. Um, I've been a lot of places that don't involve football, but there's been a lot of alcohol consumed and those fights happened. Uh, this was always going to happen. Uh, the way they behaved doesn't represent every single Rangers fan. We all know this that it doesn't. Um, the majority of the fans behaved themselves like they should, uh, represent the club to the high standard that they should. And I have no doubt that if the club can help find the culprits for being wee dafties, basically, just for being wee dafties, the, the, the club will help them. And if they have season tickets, I'm pretty sure they will be banned. But Ali, it was always going to happen. This this is... was. The, uh, I, I don't know how Rangers can possibly have stopped us. I don't know what they can do. It's a non-ticketed event. It's not. It's it's. Everyone knew this was happening. They've had God knows how many months to gear up for it. Police Scotland. The way they've dealt with it is to kind of let them get on with it and try and manage it. It looks like rather than try and not let them go to where they were going. 
The problem is when you mix alcohol and especially drinking all day with idiots, and there is idiots in amongst our support as there is idiots in amongst every other support in the world. And these idiots don't represent good Rangers fans like like ourselves that go to iBooks every week. A lot of these guys have probably never been to iBooks. They might not even be Rangers fans. For all you know, I mean, you, you don't know. And it's it's for what some of them did. And we like to, it is the minority out of how many thousands of people was there. It's a small minority. It happens everywhere. I think I listened to David Edgar and Heart in Hand. It ha- happens in places like Tina Park. It happens happens everywhere you involve when you involve alcohol. And yeah, it's I don't know what Rangers can do. What do they want Rangers to do? Rangers have come out and said. Please follow the government guidelines. Rangers can't possibly. How can Rangers, <laughs> unless it's within Ibrooks, they, they, they can't do anything. And in no. terms of these people that have done something, if you can prove they've got a season ticket, Rangers will take the season ticket off them. They'll do things like that. It's I don't know what they can do. And you look at the next day. There was the march. There the was it free pastime march. Whatever it was. Nothing about it. Yeah, that, we'll come that's to just, that. I know, but we'll it, it's just. But no, in terms of those, in terms of the, the, the you want to call them daffy boys that were up to no good. They don't represent my football club, and they, they definitely do not represent me. And I don't want to be tarnished with that brush at all. Yeah, Scotia, you get anything else to add to that, mate? No, it's exactly that, isn't it? It's I only caught up with a. Daily update from Heart and Hand earlier, just before we recorded this. I've not even finished it yet. Um, but a lot of the things that I was thinking, yeah, Edgar had mentioned there, that it happens everywhere. I mind, obviously, me and Ali were down in Piccadilly Gardens in Manchester. What this that, about 13 years ago now, 14 years ago now? And um, exact same king kind of thing happened. A few numpties, more than a few numpties. But by no, by no, we mean, by no means way... The majority have um, ruined it, and it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I've seen it happen, and mind when Wells and Kate get married, Kelvin Grove Park turned into a riot. It's it's a societal issue with Scotland and its relationship with alcohol. Inks. The, the, the key thing, we, for whatever reason, it just descends into chaos for a small minority of people. And I agree with what Ali's saying there. Yeah, I don't want to be tarnished with this brush because that's that's not who I am. So. Rangers, and I think last time I checked, there was 28 arrests made. Hmm, last time I checked, that, that might have changed now. That's the last time I checked, that was it. So if these people are found to have done something criminally wrong, then punish them. And as Ali says, if they've got season tickets, then yes, they should be taken away for them. Those The people that have done that should be punished. By no means, by no way am I saying that they shouldn't be. But um, you can't then just turn around and say, because you're also a Rangers fan, you're exactly like that. Because... As far as I'm concerned, I'm not. I don't think. I'd like to think I'm not anyway. Yeah, uh, you, you definitely aren't, mate. I've known you for long enough to know that you're you're not one of them. Um, same. Well, not, I don't know about Pearson. He's a wee bit dodgy. But, <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, though, this is the reason we didn't go anywhere near George Square or not go anywhere near Ibrox, because we know what's going to happen. We know this is going to happen. I don't want to be tarred by that brush. I don't want to see my picture on a paper. Um, but, and as if I'm doing something wrong just for 
<clears throat> supporting my club, but it's people like this that really let it down and just make an arse of themselves and and just give the st- just give the sticks to the authorities to beat us with. It's just it's moronic, it's stupid behaviour, but it was always going to happen. Anyway, so that led obviously to so we went for a wee bit of a high. I'm not going to call this a low because it's not a low. It's Again, just pathetic behaviour from people that are in some sort of authority figures in, in this country and, and bits of power. Um, Nicola Sturgeon's obviously had her say um, regarding the disgusting behaviour of um, Rangers fans, which oh, has led to a video um, that I'm sure everybody is, is aware of. Uh, that A video was released by a guy called Willie, Willie Wanker, um, so the video was clearly doctored um, when it was released it was immediately poo-pooed and the real video was released to show that um, there was no sectarian slurs made however it has caused a moronic pathetic personal attack on our club uh, by the justice secretary in this country uh, Humza Yousaf uh, so Tinfoil Hat Wearers obviously started howling at the moon, as you would expect. Um, he released a tweet that said, I have also been made aware of this clip, and if, and if, and I stress if, this clip genuine, and then any player or staff member found to be guilty of anti-Catholic hatred should be shown the door by the club. It is right that police, police Scotland investigate and determine the facts around it. The, that tweet was attached to the statement that was released by Police Scotland regarding this. We are aware of the video circulating on social media, apparently showing Rangers players using sectarian language while celebrating on Saturday. We are assessing its contacts, contents even and relays with the Crown Office and the Procreator of Fiscal Service as part of our inquiries. So the club responded back to players. That is again, that I said, this all stems from the First Minister's comments around thug big bad Rangers um, destroying Glasgow. Um, Ali, I really generally don't know where to start with this. This seems predetermined, predetermined even. It's as if that this seems to have been planned. Um, and, and I'm trying my hardest not to, to put on a tinfoil hat. I released a tweet and, and a Facebook post last night. I ran it past you uh, so you knew what I was going to say and kind of the club standpoint, uh, the podcast stance on it. Now... This is all personal. This is uh, the fear of our club. Um, as a support, as an institution, um, they cannot deal with this in any way, shape or form. I am, I am shocked that the Police Scotland and the, this Justice Secretary has released this kind of hate campaign thing, all based on a, a fake video. Yes. I mean, the, the hatred towards our football. I mean, we talked about it before the game, and I said, especially after what happened down the south side on Friday, and that was applauded, the good people of Glasgow coming out, and it was it was all brilliant. And I just, I knew, because we all knew it was happening Saturday. We all knew the Rangers fans were gathering. And I just knew the Sunday, wait till you see the tabloids, they will bash us. 100% Nicola Sturgeon had that. I've seen it on Twitter, a five-page, whatever it was. She had that written out before Saturday. She was just waiting to press go on it. And, I mean, that that video that came out, and like you say, 
doctored from an account in TikTok called Wally Wanker. <laughs> I mean, that says it all. I mean, and for Humza Yusuf, who, let's be honest about it, is a hater of Rangers. He is a... Oh, he's, a he's a Celtic fan. He's a Celtic fan. We yeah. know he's a Celtic fan. We know he hates us. He's playing He's playing to the gallery of the Celtic fans. The SNP know they get a lot of their votes from that side of the city. Rangers are associated with union, unionists, as in we don't support the SNP. So, of course, they're going to bash us. And for, uh, James Dornan, he's another one. SNP coming out bashing us on Twitter. And these guys haven't even looked at it. And for Police Scotland to then tweet about it, it's it's whoever tweeted about that in Police Scotland should be sacked because that is shocking. Not to do your homework. And I would say more than half that Rangers team are probably Catholic. Mm-hmm. Why why would they and you see them coming on the part, they'll cross bless themselves forever. We don't give a monkeys about that. That's that's 40, 50 years ago nonsense. We're in we're in the here and now. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter what you are. You, you put the blue jersey on and we'll support you. And I, I'm not shocked, which is frightening. It's frightening. But I just... Police Scotland to tweet that and Rangers to actually come out and put a statement on the back of our players singing Sweet Caroline, uh-uh-uh. It's it's embarrassing, and it's embarrassing for Scottish football. English football must be looking up here going, this is nonsense. But you know what? They're trying to bash Rangers at every opportunity, and it it just shows. I mean, the hatred is bad. It is bad at the moment, but it just shows how bad the hatred really is. That we knew when we won 55, it would cause uproar up here. But, oh, oh my God, they cannot handle it whatsoever. And I hope Rangers get their lawyers involved and go right after your Dornan, Yusuf in Police Scotland and go to town on them because it's absolute slander against our players who were enjoying themselves after winning a championship to be told they were singing a song that they clearly were not singing. Yeah, it's spot on, mate. Literally, I can't really, I can't disagree with anything you said. Um, Scott, we are made out that we are the bigots and we are the ones that are, are, are destroying Scotland. This is people in power that are doing this. This isn't. This isn't your just normal run of the day fan stuff. This is. I, generally, I'm flabbergasted by it. No, it's, it's worrying. There's been, what you could say, over the last ten years or more, there's been an awful lot of populism sneaking into into politics itself. You can see that all over the world with the way things are going. Don't want to get too bogged down in politics and whatnot, but. It's becoming this and it's becoming us and them. There can't be any middle ground. There can't be any... You can hold two different opinions that might not tie up with each other. Um, it's becoming worrying that some people just need to kind of... I'd seen someone, I don't know who it was, but I'd seen a tweet coming out that no intelligent person could be a Ranger supporter because they're unionist, they're fascist, they're this, they're that, they're not. That's not true. There might be some people that are unionist, quite a lot of people that are unionists support rangers but there's also going to be a quite a lot of people that aren't maybe unionists that support rangers and you can't tar us all with the same brush it's they're doing exactly what they're what they're accusing of us that's what they're doing it's it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense i'd said to before we got to yours and um 
Saturday, Carney. I said, even if like your COVID situation wasn't here today, they would still come out with the same stuff. The same the same narrative would be getting painted. Um, right, the condemnation of the fans that misbehaved, yes, we can all agree with that. I don't think, I can't, I've not found anyone that's not disagreed with that from what I've kind of looked through on Twitter and everything so far. But it, it's ridiculous and it's how people can take that video seriously. I mean, we've spoke with before how Twitter can be an absolutely brilliant thing at times, but it can also be an absolute cesspit. And I think what that video is showing is how bad a cesspit it can be and people kind of catching up with it. And now people will see the video that's been doctored and that will be their opinion that's made of it. Because that song, The Sweet Caroline, with the wee bit in there, I think there's a, is it something called like a Monday Green. That's what it is. You hear something there that isn't actually there in song lyrics. I think... Yeah. Um, Peter Kay done a, a good skit about it but that's what it is, people have heard that first one and now every time they hear it they'll hear what they want to hear and it's it's, it's not and it slanders our player, I see someone's actually tweeted Glenn Kamara in the fin- Finnish national team saying oh I've not heard it myself but lots of people have heard it but then he's tagging Glenn Kamara and the Finnish national team in a tweet it's um, yes. Yeah, Twitter. I'm glad my phone died with battery yesterday that I wasn't didn't manage to get on because from what I've seen today, it didn't look great yesterday. Uh, I've I've never understood the mentality of some people that will go out of their way to be offended by something. They literally live their lives actively seeking something to be offended by. It's it's moronic beyond belief, mate, and and I can't. I can't understand why they thought for one second that this was going to somehow stop Rangers celebrating the way that we've celebrated, going going on the achievement that we have just done as a football club, that we were going to get brought down by by a ridiculous video, honestly, and nobody checking sources of anything and um, putting public statements and stuff like this out. Um, I'm not a political man. You both know that. I... I very, very rarely vote if I if I do vote. I, I'm really not interested in it at all. So that's before any can moon howlers want to say that I'm I'm a unionist and I'm this and I'm that and I'm after something else. Um but this this in my personal opinion is all because it goes against their narrative of this indie ref too that they want. And it's oh no, big bad rangers are back. It looks like the unionists might be gaining a wee bit of power and we need to do something. As Ali, you said, mate, Nicola Sturgeon was sitting with a finger on the button, ready to press send as soon as she woke up that morning to say, oh my goodness, the Rangers fans have destroyed Glasgow, yada, 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 and it leads on to this just absolute nonsense. But Police Scotland, honestly, hang your head in absolute shame. It is absolutely disgusting behaviour. I am shocked by it. I, I don't hate the police. My dad's a retired police. I've had members of my family that have been pleased nothing against the police at all but this is so unbelievably bad judgment by them they they, they have to respond to this this is pathetic to the highest nature Um, and yeah I'll just leave it with what I said in the post last night is we will not conform to your lies your tricks and your wish for us to die we can feel your fear we are rangers we are the people and we will not go away. And there is nothing any of you can do about it. 
um, your hate-filled agendas, you can put them to bed because, yeah, it's just not on. And the, I hope the club, same as Ali, you've said, I hope the club go after. Uh, when that's just put to bed, I hope the club go after them because it's just absolutely not on. Any more to add to that, gentlemen, before I move on to a bit happier times? <laughs> I, th- I think they I, covered that quite well. I know Scotia might want to say something. Yeah, well, no, something I've seen pop out today as well is strict liabilities back on the table. Oh, Christ, you, honestly. You covered it at the start there, um, Carney, that um, what can Rangers do? Unless it happens within the confines of a Rangers own property, what can Rangers do about it? Um, yeah, that that can get to buggery, if you ask me. Yes. <laughs> I think that opens up far too many questions, mate. It opens far too many kind of loopholes all round about it. What if a guy in a Motherwell top attacks somebody in Mallorca? Is is that Motherwell's fault? Like, and I'm not actually moving it away from being Rangers because you kind of just have strict liability for Rangers. It's going to need to be for every single football club. So yeah, that one can you can put straight in the bin because that's never going to work. That's just an absolute joke. And then what's to stop people going out and buying? I don't know, a Dundee United top and they support Dundee and setting things on fire as a Dundee United fan just to get the club into trouble. Absolute nonsense. It's just an absolute farce. That won't happen. Anyway, rant over, gentlemen. <laughs> rant over. We'll move on to a bit of happier times. Uh, so the much brighter note that I, I want to bring it back to is Rangers have announced that season ticket and hospitality renews, renewals have unbelievably passed 44,000. 44,000, Ali, this is remarkable, and we truly are a support like no other. Not surprised at all. You know, Rangers fans did this last season in a pandemic. Obviously, we're all season tickets. We never got, like everyone else, never got to go to Ibrox last season. We all watched on the telly like everyone else. Again, you're going into a new season where potentially... It looks like it's going to be phased back in. How many games we'll get to next season, we don't know. But it doesn't surprise me. The Rangers fans are... What word can you describe them? They're fantastic. They're loyal. You see when we went down to the divisions, we were breaking records in Division 3 with season ticket numbers and fans going there. Doesn't surprise me. Made it probably a bit easier for Rangers this season in terms of the way they've went about their business with the championship, but and you've got a Champions League hopefully coming up. But it's to sell forty four thousand season tickets in our season ticket renewal date was literally a four week window, I think, to renew. And to do that in four weeks, I think Celtics is still out or it's not even out yet. We've even got a manager for Christ's sake, but I'd love to see them do that in four weeks. 44,000 season tickets. Hats off to all the Rangers fans out there. Yeah, Scotia, this is, as I said, it's not really a surprise, but it's a, it's truly remarkable. Yeah, not at all, yeah, because I'm, I'm like everyone gasping to get back to Ibrox to watch football. Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I've had to, I had to check a couple of times. Well, my phone was dead, so I, I was really worried that my... Uh, tweet had or my confirmation email that I'd renewed it hadn't come through but I managed to dig it out in the laptop because <laughs> you've always got that we, we fear that you've not done it quite correctly but thankfully mine's is there so um, all going well that we should get back to some form of normal football uh, in terms of fans at the ground next season. 
Yeah, uh, well done to you, Scotia. Well done to you, Ali, for getting your season tickets. I'm proud of you boys. Generally, I'm. Um, uh, and as I say, I, I've got mine as well. And I can't wait now just to get back. But that's it's truly brilliant. After the year we've had, obviously, with this pandemic and everything for us to do, that's it's brilliant. So the Player of the Season Awards, um, so the PFA, the writers, uh, the Manager of the Year have all been announced. I'm sure you've all seen them. Um, the PFA was James Tavernier. The Football Writers was Steve Davis. The SPFL Player of the Year, which is a weird one, was Alan McGregor. And uh, not weird that it was Alan McGregor, it's just a weird award. <laughs> and the Manager of the Year is Stephen Gerrard. Uh, Rangers also had their awards on Monday night, uh, but we are not going to get into that tonight, gentlemen. Um, we're going to leave that for, for our next show, and we'll get into much more detail about it. Uh, we are going to do our own awards uh, pod at the end of this week, and this is a chance for you listeners to get involved. So I'll be putting out a, a poll vote on our next on our Facebook page and our Twitter page at some point tonight after this pod is all launched. So you can have your say. So you can get voting, leave a comment, and we could read it out on the pod, uh, and we will award the club at 22 listeners player of the season, just as a wee thank you to you all, um, just to get involved in our podcast. So please do leave your comments. We're also going to do a goal of the season, um, and we might just... We might just be introducing a new member of the club at 22 uh, family here. Uh, just a maybe just now. I'm doing my best to try and convince them to join us. You know who you are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, get involved. Uh, so keep your eye out for it. So it'll be out at some point tonight, Tuesday night. We'll leave it open until, well, I think we'll decide. We'll probably record on Friday, so I'll probably leave it out till about Friday morning. Uh, maybe sometime Friday afternoon. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll make that decision later and the information will be on that so get involved and leave a comment we could read it out on the pod later this week um, so Ali obviously without giving away too much about your player of the season etc um, no real surprise in the, in, in the kind of PFA football writers and the, the manager of the year really nah I mean the manager of the year I've seen a few folk flinging about Callum Davidson but nah Steven Gerrard's felt he's done the league and Europe, which folks seem to forget about all the time. He had that to me that was a no brainer. In terms of player of the year, football players, the, the writers of the year, it could be any one of the four. It really could. There's arguments for all of them. We'll come on to who we think obviously should be player of the year in terms of Rangers. Um you could get it's a to me this season, it's a team award if you could give a team award because the four that are up for it deserve it as much as each other because there's arguments for them all. And um, I've, I've got mine, which I'll, which I'll come on to on Friday. So I'm looking forward to putting my points across for why I've chosen that certain person. Yeah, good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Scotia, but again, no real surprise that we have just dominated these awards this year. No, I mean, as, I, as we'd said earlier, you look at the league table and no one else can really come into the conversation, I don't think. So, yeah, that's what I expected to be, particularly with the way the writers and the, the players went. That's that's how I thought it would go. Because uh, it like always throws up the oddities, the players, I think, and a lot of fans can go look at the players, one and go, what? But you've got, you forget that it's all the players in, the, in your league that are voting for you, that have come up against you. So, you know, that makes sense. But um, it's been a great season for us, so it doesn't surprise me that we dominate these kind of lists at the end of them. Been a tremendous season, and this is going to. I would say, just we were talking about that. Did you see the picture of Alan McGregor? Oh God, I know. <laughs> I, 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 that was, that was like Sunday morning. 
<laughs> I don't know if it was. I generally don't know. They, the club put it up that he was emotional. And I'm like, emotional or just pushed? Like, yeah, he looks like he's like been on it for a couple of days. The good old tired. The good old tired and emotional. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired and emotional. Yeah, it's been a long season for him. <laughs> but no, fair play to him. Um, anyway, so that'll do us. Um, as I say, just before I wrap up and let you go, uh, Rangers have achieved probably the best title that. They're going to achieve in my lifetime. We've dominated Scottish football this year and we deserve to enjoy it. The the hatred and the pathetic hate-fueled agendas are always going to be a thing as long as people buy into it and buy the sad excuses of tabloids that they print. Uh, there is a vast amount of Rangers fan contact, content, um, be it us, be it heart and hand, be it four lads, be it this is Ibrooks a gallant few, etc., etc., etc. I could go on and on and on. We do this um, for one reason and one reason alone, and it's the love of our football club. I know we are not the biggest podcast by by a long stretch of the imagination. We are not, but we what we will always offer you as listeners is honesty and our views on the club that we love. We are genuinely delighted we have loyal listeners, people that continue to listen to us and continue to support us and. We are slightly confused by it because we've got no really idea why anyone would want to listen to us talk, uh, in all honesty. But we, we do thank you for your continued support. It is hard sometimes to ignore the noise from the moon howlers, but just know we will always be here to offer you just a rest from the nonsense that's going on. Um, we are we are fans. We are doing this um, for us. We're doing it for you. We're doing it for the love of Rangers. Uh, by fans, for fans, and that's just the way that it should be. Um, so that's really probably what hopefully the last time we're going to have to have a have a conversation like that anyway. Um, so Ali, that will do us for tonight. A longer one tonight actually um, than we thought, but um, not really surprised considering the amount of stuff we had to get into. But uh, thank you very much for your time, mate, and we'll speak on Friday for our, our, our club awards, mate. Yeah, no, I look forward to that, and uh, I'll see you then. Magic Scotia, thanks so much for your time, mate. Yeah, cheers. Looking forward to to Friday. I actually need to get my finger out and decide who's getting the Player of the Year award because it's, it's I've still not I've still not decided. <laughs> I definitely have, but the goal of the season is it's moving about for me. Um, to be honest, especially after watching a few videos back, I was like, oh, that's a just screamer. And there was just a few that I seen that I for, not forgot about, but just I'd not kind of fresh in the memory. Uh, but Rangers have scored some amazing goals this season. Honestly, we really have. So it's going to be a tough one, but it should be an interesting show. I'm, I'm sure we'll be sitting down with a, with a few beers to do it, so it should be should be good. So, shameless plug time, um, but if you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel, please do. Uh, like the videos, give us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcast, leave a comment and share anywhere that you can. Um, it really does support us and it really does make a huge difference. So that'll do us, gentlemen. Um, thank you to everybody for listening. We are Club at 22, the Champions podcast, and we will speak to you all next time. Cheers.